0: There you are. I've been looking for you.
1: Everything about the stranger radiated sensual grace and ease. High fei no doubt. His short black hair gleamed like a raven's feathers, offsetting his pale skin and blue eyes so deep they were violet, even in the firelight. They twinkled with amusement as he beheld me. Welcome! Welcome to the House of Wind Book Club. I'm Hannah. And I'm Amber. This is a fan podcast where we're going to discuss our current book obsession. We're going to break down chapters, characters, themes, and gossip about
0: our theories relevant to the current fantasy land we're exploring.
1: So, just so you know, this podcast will contain spoilers and is explicit, so proceed with caution if that's not your thing. We hope you enjoy being part of our book club. Stay smutty.
0: Welcome back, friends. It's episode five time. <laughs> so excited. Yes. Uh, we're going to dive into chapters 18 through 21. And just for a friendly reminder, I'm Hannah.
1: And I'm Amber.
0: And we're really, really glad that you're here with us. So happy. So the last episode, we talked about Feyre ensnaring the Surreal. We learned that Tamlin is the High Lord of the Spring Court. And she's attacked by the Naga, and Tamlin comes to her rescue. Mm. Mm. It's very Very hot. Team Tamlin over here. (laughs) Later, a bloody fairy is dumped on the borders of the Spring Court, and we learn that the mysterious she took its wings. Pharaoh finally has compassion for fairies and feels remorseful and apologizes for what she did to Andris.
1: Yeah, so it's like kind of really sad the way the previous Yeah. Our previous episode ended, or the chapter that we ended on in our previous episode. Mm -hmm. But these next chapters we are about to go over are juicy yes and i'm just excited may i say and don't mind me i'm kind of getting over a cold so i'm a little raspy so bear with me but (laughs) i'm really excited to have some sexual tension build up in my life finally because side note we're just coming off of reading the cruel prince Mm -hmm. okay okay and i amber um don't stop listening to our podcast if you are a diehard cruel prince fan (laughs) Remember, you're here for Actar. Right. But I also have to tell you, I was not impressed. I was not impressed by the Krill Prince.
0: And we're 50-50 on mm. this. So if Mm-mm. you like it, great. You're on my team, I loved it. Amber hated it. I'm just
1: okay. <laughs> Oh, the build-up between Jude and Cardin was like is so underwhelming. Yeah. It's such I feel like it was just such a missed opportunity. There could have been so much build-up, and then when the tension finally broke, it could have been like fireworks and magical, and it just yeah, it wasn't missed the mark, and I mind you, you had to wait like two, almost three books, <laughs> I know. almost three books, I for do. it to finally break. And I like when I thought the tension was going to break and it was going to be like the most marvelous thing. I was like all caps texting Hannah. Yeah. I was like, "Holy shit! It's finally <laughs> it's happening! happening. <laughs> Everyone, remain calm." <laughs> <Excuse me. laughs> and and then I was like, "That's it."
0: Yeah, you and were immediately I was, like, the book down. was over,
1: and I'm like, "Okay." I, do. I, I
0: loved the book, but I do agree with you there. After, yes. Especially after all the, like, smut we've been reading. It's really
1: hard to, like,
0: YA is difficult it to is. read after that. But
1: it was still, I liked
0: the story of it.
1: Yes. And, and I liked been,
0: Jude a lot.
1: Yeah, I, I do like Jude. She's mm-hmm. a badass. And, you know, to be fair, I'm kind of diving into, like, the dark romance world. So yeah, I'm kind of are. veering a little <laughs> away from YA. Although we just started throwing a glass. Yes. So we're, we're kind of dipping our toes back in. But for a while mm-hmm. there, I veered off into the dark romance or like romance mm-hmm. realm, which is, okay. Another side note. Hannah hasn't read this book, but I mm-hmm. just finished it after I read The Cool Prince. It was, uh, I dove into my smutty TBR um, recommendations from my friend Casey. And I was like, oh, this is just going to be like a casual spicy read. Um, if you're looking for a spicy read that will actually rock your world and i'm not talking spicy like akatar spicy (laughs) this is like if you're accustomed to akatar spice and haven't dipped your toes into the dark romance slash romance world this book is not for you Mm -hmm. but if you are in the dark romance romance reads you need to read perfect strangers by jt gessinger because it will absolutely rock your world. You're going to love me. Then you're going to hate me. And then you're going to love me again. <laughs> um, but then you need to DM me on our Insta page and we'll gush about it because holy shit. Yes. Okay. So back to the actual reason. I love it. While we're here. Let's talk about it. Yes.
0: And side note, if you want to talk about any cool reads that you see us post about that we've read already, we'd love to talk about those on our Instagram oh, heck too. Yeah. yeah! Heck yeah. We, or our email.
1: Yeah. We like actively engage with. A lot of people on Instagram. It's been
0: so fun. The more people that have been talking to us. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Love talking to everybody. Yeah.
1: So, like, honestly, reach out Mm -hmm. whenever. So let's dive into our summary of these chapters. Mm -hmm. And we're going to start with chapter 18. So chapter 18, right off the bat, we're going strong with this pharaoh redemption, right? She immediately off the bat is, like, desperately trying to find Tamlin Mm -hmm. to express how sorry she truly is. Mm -hmm. And I think having... That fairy at the end of the last chapter, basically die in her arms, mm-hmm. has just really opened her eyes and like her sympathy yeah. for these people who are suffering just like she's always suffered. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a lot different than what she's been through. And <clears throat> she's also kind of like, Where are my paints, homie? Right. <laughs> you know, she's like
0: Your girl needs to paint.
1: <laughs> right. So she meets Tamlin and he informs her the gallery and supplies won't be ready until tomorrow. Let's go for a ride instead so the three of them for some reason lucian is here i like he's third I, wheeling
0: i he's don't know third why wheeling hard and I, I i can't
1: figure out why he joined on this maybe little endeavor tamlin just needs
0: some emotional support from his wingman <laughs> like he's too nervous around pharaoh alone right we know his flirting skills are lacking so. so, there are
1: there um so the three of them find their location into pharaoh this is quote the most beautiful place i've ever mm. been which is so needed after the night that they had yeah she needs some beauty in her life yeah all three of them do Mm -hmm. and maybe that's probably why lucian came with
0: yeah maybe he just needed some healing through nature
1: right and this place that they come to the descriptions are always what gets me Mm -hmm. right we're overlooking a glade of oaks so wide and high they could have been pillars and spires of an ancient castle like, what a way to describe a forest. That sounds incredible. <laughs> right? I know. It was an only an hour or two past noon, but the light was thick and golden.
0: I always, I love this because growing up reading Anne of Green Gables, I have learned to, like, mm. describe things like that. And every time Riley and I go for a walk and it's, like, golden hour, I'm like, oh, the sunshine's, like, dripping off the branches. Oh. And he is just like, yep, that's my silly wife. Just yeah. explaining everything that's, like that. It's
1: just beautiful. I love
0: that. I love that so much.
1: Yes. And she even talks about, like, making you feel like you're there because she traced her hand through feather soft mm-hmm. grass marvelous enough that she refused to sit on a blanket
0: yeah and sound incredible
1: it, it does they have some light hearted conversation and tamlin kind of wraps around to eventually say ah Suriel told you nothing important did it did i miss something here when he said oh, that
0: it's because she tells him she calls him high lord and he hasn't told her yet that he's the high lord so she's, like, I think the she oh. says before it, like, oh, hi, Lord. And then he's, like, oh, I see the serial told you nothing of importance. Like, I think he's just being sassy here. Okay. But, yeah, it's because I think you probably just forgot that she,
1: he That's doesn't know true. that she knows okay. that. Okay, yet. okay. That makes much yeah. more sense. Because I was sitting there, like, what did I miss? <laughs> You're, like, wait. <laughs> did what? I miss some, like, big <laughs> <laughs> revelation? No. <laughs> um, but Pharaoh's response kills me. She goes... The Surreal said you like being brushed, and if I'm a clever girl, I might train you with treats.
0: Uh-huh. I'm like, hell yeah. Her humor is finally coming out, and
1: I yeah. I miss that
0: part of her because I'm just so used to remembering, remembering her like with Reese and the and the banter that they have mm-hmm. and how their relationship works. Mm-hmm. So it's just nice to see that part of her like coming alive.
1: Yeah. And and so now they're they're laughing, they're lighthearted, and he Tamlin takes her down to the pool of water. Mm. Or rather, a pool of starlight. Can you imagine? No,
0: it sounds absolutely magical.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so right before they swim, we get a little bit of background on Lucian. He's the youngest of seven from the Autumn autumn Court. They're all cutthroat. They're all wicked. They're basically horrible. And the next successor is decided not by the eldest, Mm -hmm. but by who's the most vicious, who's the strongest. So naturally, they tend to, like, kill each other. Mm -hmm. And Lucian is like, no, I'm out. No, thanks. Um, Kind of like Tamlin. Him and Tamlin are really similar similar in that way. They're like, I don't want anything to do with this. Mm -hmm. Um, So because he wanted nothing to do with it, he, I mean, talks to everyone. He's associated with everyone. So Mm -hmm. he fell in love with someone who was, quote unquote, kind of below him in his Mm -hmm. father's mind. And his father saw it to be grossly inappropriate. Right. So his father's response was to kill her in front of him and have his brothers hold him down while he watched. That is so tragic.
0: I can't even imagine, like, also, like, what kind of a monster do you have to be? Like, it's one thing to be, like, a cruel, cutthroat family, but to murder someone that your child loves in front of them and making a family member do it, like
1: that's horrific and it also really shows I feel like this this shows the stark contrast between humans and fairies
0: like yeah. fairies
1: are notoriously they are vicious yeah so to further that Lucian left the autumn autumn court mm-hmm. Tamlin took him in mm-hmm. right said yes sure you work with me now mm-hmm. you're now part of the spring Court. Three of Lucian's brothers decided to come to, oh. to, to finish him off like to seek him out after he peacefully left yes. Because he easily,
0: like, if I was Lucian, I would want to murder all of them right. after that.
1: Right. Well, needless to say, only one brother returned. So. Right. Shit hit the fan. And Farrah's like, okay, I, I think I understand Lucian a little bit better now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So she's furthering her back to, way back to episode one. Mm-hmm. We're looking at her bias and she's learning more and more, not just about the world she's in, but about the fairies that are in it. Mm-hmm. And she's deconstructing that biased yeah every
0: single day still tearing it down bit by bit yeah. yeah
1: and so they're still sitting standing at the edges of this pool right and mm-hmm. tamlin's like kind of giving her like <laughs> you're gonna come swim like but like trying to rile her up uh-huh. because he knows she's gonna say no and she's like you know what i think i will
0: <laughs> i love i love this about Farah, like how she's uh-huh. she knows like i easily could do this but i'm gonna do this thing to just give it right back to him yes
1: <laughs> and it's this got me going because it was the mm-hmm. first time she strips down yep. to her brawn underwear. Uh-huh. And Tamlin is like literally devouring Checking her. Checking her out. And <laughs> and she just stands there, like tall, proud. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I am like fanning myself right? over like, here. Whoo! I'm like, <laughs> here
0: we go. Here we go. I'm I'm on board.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She says, could have sworn the gleam in his eyes turned hungry and feral. I'm like, talent. strip, 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 Take strip, strip, it strip. off, take it off. <laughs> <laughs> and so once they're in the water, again with the descriptions, mm-hmm. not water, but something smoother, thicker, mm-hmm. not oil, but something pure, thinner, like being wrapped in warm silk. I'm a very tactile person and yes. I just like, I can just imagine how wonderful that feels. Yes. I'm also oh. picturing it
0: like almost like mercury. Yes. like, like. Thick and silver, but with, like, if you spilled oil on it, you know when there's, like, oil in a puddle mm-hmm. and it's, like, it looks like a rainbow on top? Like, yeah. that's how i picture it in my head. Yeah. Beautiful. But also uh, that would kill you, but still. But it's fine. But it's starlight. It's
1: starlight. <laughs> it's fine. So before they know it, her and Tamlin are lost in their conversations. Tamlin's asking questions about how she learned how to swim, how her father lost his fortune, and everything she learned in the woods. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a very – they're opening – up to each other. Yeah. And it's beautiful and it's wonderful and she's dare I say happy. Yes. She is happy and it's just wonderful. So they they go back up they lay in the grass basically for an entire afternoon just like relaxing.
0: That sounds incredible. <laughs> also her self-restraint. If I was in a pool of starlight with Tamlin
1: I'm jumping. All
0: the clothes would be off. <laughs> I would not be in my under things.
1: We're, we're done. We're done. Right. Nice. <laughs> End of the book. <laughs> Done. Build up over. <laughs> we
0: don't we, no more why, tension. This
1: is why we love the, the tension and the build-up so much yes. because we don't actually have the restraint to do that in real life. Nope. And, there's like <laughs> and a we five have partners second. that are
0: more than willing to oblige <laughs> us in that area. So also, yeah, we say that we say these things as very happily uh partnered people. Exactly. So yeah.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me. But on their ride back after this wonderful afternoon, she kind of has like a white flag moment, like a surrender. Mm-hmm. With Lucian. And they banter and she ultimately tells him, I get it. Yeah. I understand. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I, completely get it. I hurt you mm-hmm. deeply. And I wouldn't trust me either. And I wouldn't like me either. Mm-hmm. And um, he also admits that he hesitated when he heard her scream. Yeah. The cereal, and the I'm like, that's. At least he's honest about it. At least it. he's honest. Um, and as a, an apology gives her the jeweled hunting knife. With the request. So sweet. Please don't bury it in my back. (laughs) Don't make me regret this. (laughs) And that's chapter 18. It's just like a lovely reprieve from the depressing stuff. It was like the finally, like the first, like, wow, happy. Mm Mm-hmm. You
0: know? Yeah. Oh, gosh. We needed that. Mm Mm-hmm. Now we head into chapter 19.
1: Which is a wild ride.
0: Oh, yes. Here we go. Buckle up. All right. The Paints are here now thank goodness Mm -hmm. and Tamlin takes fair to the art gallery and oh my god it sounds incredible (laughs) it sounds so beautiful i'm like does he just have like an art museum like in his house like (laughs) literally this is a this is her getting her like library uh the beauty and the beast moment but it's but it's a gallery instead uh so she has a moment when she's looking at the art and i loved When she kind of had this connection moment where she says, quote, some showcase colors I had not considered. These had a bend to the world that told me a different set of eyes had painted them a portal into the mind of a creature so unlike me. And yet and yet I looked at its work and understood and felt and cared. And it's just so cool that Mm -hmm. like her love of art is helping her to even further like connect Mm -hmm. to this world because she needs these things to help her you know like understand them absolutely so they kind of have a moment in the gallery some some more like romance building up here (laughs) and then he leaves her behind and says you know come here whenever you want it's basically it's yours right um so weeks go by pharah spending all of her time painting sounds incredible i'm glad she's finally getting back to that yeah she's distracted when tamlin's off protecting the lands though And she mentions that he always comes back covered in blood. And I just had to make a note here of how awful that would be. Like, how stressful. You're, like, starting to have feelings for someone, and then they're coming back just, like, covered in blood every single time. Right. Oh, my God. And
1: you know how powerful he is, but you don't... But you also have absolutely no idea what he's going up against. Right. That's the thing. It's like, you can have complete confidence in someone, Uh but that aspect of the unknown is like, I don't know this world. I don't know what else is out there. Right. Right. Is it more powerful than you? Obviously not yet. Right. But maybe. Right.
0: Oh, gosh. No thanks. I also made a note here that he doesn't ever give her details about what he's doing. And they kind of... This is like a glimpse at the beginning of their relationship. The main weak point is they do not communicate well with Mm -hmm. each other. Um, About things that are deep. Like that. Like uncomfortable things... They both are... I think they're just too similar to each other. They both kind of shove it away, and then mm-hmm. they, they don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But Tamlin <laughs> needs to talk about, you know, like, all these crazy things that he's seeing and fighting. Man.
1: Yeah, and I feel like he also does it in a way of, like, I'm going to protect you by not telling you. Right. Which is... That's just poor communication. It's mm-hmm. not protection.
0: Right. Yeah, no. So Pharaoh's still having bad dreams that her dreams are haunted by the naga, understandable, mm-hmm. and also of a pale faceless woman ripping her to shreds, all watched over by a shadow that she could not quite glimpse.
1: Who could, it possibly be? could that
0: possibly be <laughs> maybe our high lord resent? <laughs> I just love again love the hints of him.
1: Mm.
0: So Pharaoh started to feel more comfortable with Tamlin and even tries to paint him, which is like really huge for her. Um, definitely getting more and more of the feelings. Mm-hmm. And so one day, Farah, as she's painting, she realizes that she hasn't thought about her family in a while and that Tamlin let her forget
1: them. Yeah, she like flips.
0: Yeah, and this part really bothers me. Like, I don't, as much as in the end, I don't really like Tamlin right now, I'm I'm liking him again. And I don't think that it's fair when she says that he let her forget them. Like, again, this is them just, they they both do this. They push people away when they start to feel like things are going well. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is her, like, her defense mechanism of just like,
1: yeah.
0: nope, I'm just gonna, he let me forget them. It's his fault that I'm. It's his fault yeah. he gave
1: me everything I asked for, like with right. a gallery and painting and letting me paint in peace. Right. And it's his fault I'm forgetting my family. Like, what the heck? It's like, I think to your point, you're entirely right. It's just a coping mechanism. A it is. one.
0: Yeah. It's an I'm, unhealthy one. But if you think about all the trauma she's been mm-hmm. through, it makes complete sense. Yeah, it does.
1: Okay, so later that day,
0: Farah is moody at dinner <laughs> and stalks off to the gardens. And so Tamlin follows her and he tells her that his father planted this garden for his mother as a mating present. And Tamlin notices she's upset and asks her why. And then Farah goes over and she like angrily rips a rose off the bush and In like injures her hands so she's bleeding everywhere but then she finally opens up to Tamlin about what's bothering her Mm -hmm. and it is so heartbreaking It is, it's so heartbreaking she tells him like you know her family all that time they could have helped her and they didn't they never they didn't even try to stop Tamlin from taking her and like all that she did for them it's like they never cared about her at all Mm -hmm. and a, that must have been so hard for her to admit. Like, it's really hard to admit something that's dark like that. Even if, like, it's not her fault. She's nothing to feel embarrassed for. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, embarrassing when you, like, the fact that her family, like, didn't care about her. Like, mm-hmm. that's really hard for her to open up about. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad she finally freaking said it. And, like, came to accept that. Right. Instead of just being like, well, my dad's leg. Or, like well, Elaine, she's too whatever, or, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, no, they all freaking sucked. Yep. They were really shitty They're to really you. They were really horrible to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad she finally opened up about that. And she's kind of like, oh, it's nothing compared to, like, what you're going through. And I think Tamlin handles this beautifully when he, you know, tells her, like, if if it grieves you, it's not absurd to be upset about. If it's mm-hmm. something that bothers you, it's valid.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that he entirely validates her. Yeah, he, and that's that's huge. Yeah, and like I'll, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Tamlin,
0: I love you. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, he's in this book. In I this just, book, yeah.
1: I'm <laughs> going back to my love for Tamlin. Like I understand, <laughs> I it's like, like we he know we're going to be worse. Yeah, we
0: know we're going to be duped in the second book, but who cares? But like,
1: that that yeah. honestly, like this reread, I think it's making me realize more and more that I do like Tamlin. And I'm, I stand by what I said at last week's podcast. I do think he's going to have a redemption arc.
0: I hope he, I do hope he does. At Someone first,
1: this pure and this good just has shitty coping mechanisms. Like, right. Like, he has a lot of potential to be good.
0: He needs to do some therapy, get his priorities straight, learn how to communicate, and then maybe he'll make some lady happy. Mm-hmm. And he'll, he'll be happy too. Right. Because he's like, he's also just had so much horrible stuff happen to him that it's he like is. he also deserves a happy ending Mm -hmm. despite what happens in the next book um yeah so Farah asks why he feels that way and then he kisses her bloody palm heals it and tells her not to be ashamed of the things that bring her joy and that actually he finds the way she experiences joy as a human fascinating and once again like we just said i'm like i'm here for tamlin (laughs) That is so beautiful. And I agree with him. Like, I do think that there is something beautiful about being human to where we, what we experience here on earth is, you know, we have a limited time and you don't know how much time you have. So it's just so cool to like soak everything in while you can. And it makes, it makes loving someone or, or losing someone like things like that all that much deeper Mm -hmm. versus
1: intense.
0: Yeah. Versus like living forever. You're like. Well, unless someone like cold-blooded murders me, like I'm I'm going to live forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So then he kisses her gently on the cheek. Oh, I love (laughs) that. And he tells her that there'll be answers someday, but not until it's safe. Again, alluding to he can't tell her now. But also, I'm like, does he think that they're going to live if like they don't break the curse and
1: live happily ever after? You're like,
0: what? Like, what does he think is going to happen?
1: I think he's just in denial.
0: He is. He is in denial. (laughs) So uh, the next day, Farah goes into the woods to run away from her feelings, as one does. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Naturally. (laughs) But she hides it under the guise of studying light and color. (laughs) (laughs) Then she feels a presence and hears a snap and a cry. And I love that she freaking set a trap for Tamling she knew he'd follow her.
1: (laughs) I love how mischievous she is. She's wonderful. And the fact that, like... We all knew he was going to follow her. Oh yeah. And it's just this wonderful, like almost cat and mouse game at this point that they're both like
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. They're just like,
1: both here for it. It's
0: they're flirting. I love that there's flirting yes. now. Yes. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm ready for the like the sexual tension is building for sure. hmm So they have kind of like a Spider-Man moment where he's like yes. hanging and like <laughs> that's that's the first thing that came to my mind. Oh my god <laughs> with the mask, like pulling the mask down. Mm-hmm. But she, like, is looking at his hair and she's like, I wonder what it would be like, like, if his hair, like, feels like what I think it would. And she, like, runs her fingers through his hair. Oh, I love it. And he purrs! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is so funny to say out loud, but, like, when you're reading it, it's so weird how your imagination, I can just vividly feel that and, like, mm-hmm. be in that moment, but then when I say it out loud, I'm like, he purred. Right, like,
0: <laughs> if, he, if, a, if a man actually, like, purred like it like <laughs> rrr, like like dustin from stranger things oh my God. <laughs> but like i think it's i picture it more like okay you know when we watch the witcher and when Geralt does his like like his deep grumble like that's what i picture it as so that's why i know how she feels when she says i wonder what it would feel like if he purred with his body pressed against mine Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> uh, yeah also I put I feel like SJM has a thing for cats because literally every man that she that's supposed to be sexy in this universe like is feline or like purrs or stalks like a cat
1: <laughs> or she just wants to make references to vibrating things
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey to uh, each his own <laughs> absolutely um mm. so then Damn, he does a sit-up in midair, cuts himself free, does a little flip flip on the way down and lands on his feet, once again, like a cat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, take me now, Tamlin. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Oh my god. He's so agile. <laughs> like, think about the things that he could do. If he oh can god. do that. Don't get me going.
1: <laughs> We're live. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
0: keep it PG-13. All right, Probably so... Not,
1: but... You can't promise that when we have silver flames to go over in a couple of I months. just mean right now.
0: <laughs> I'm working my way up to like, I, I grew up basically like a Puritan, okay? So I'm working this my way true. into talking about true. sex on, on air. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then Tamlin hands her a poem. And the first poem that she reads, which is the only one we get, I didn't find impressive. I'm like, eh, it's like cute, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But then she says that the poems get dirtier each one she reads. And I'm like,
1: I Which to- is surprising. Yes. Because it's like that's not what I would have expected from From Tamlin, Tamlin at no. all. Mm-mm. But he's like, oh yeah, I like used to do this and we used to mm-hmm. like I wanted to be the best at it. So yeah. I got really good at writing really dirty poems.
0: Which I will say now I'm realizing that her and Tamlin do have a lot in common as far mm-hmm. as they're both artists. That's true. Like he fiddles, he mm-hmm. is a poet. From that poem, not a great one, really. But, you know, maybe the dirty ones are more impressive. <laughs> yes. Um, But he includes words that he found on the crumpled piece of paper. And mm-hmm. I love that he did that. Mm-hmm. So he also gets her to laugh, which is great, because I think this is like the one of the first few times she actually genuinely is laughing Laughs. and having a good time.
1: Yeah, I just want to know those dirty poems so bad. Me too. I desperately want to know the dirty
0: poems. Me too. It's like... Uh, it's like... The uh, Blood and Ash, the spinoff series, which Mm -hmm. we haven't read yet. But um, someone showed us a video where there's going to be a book from Willa Collins' perspective. And I'm like, I want to know. I want that diary. I want it all. (laughs) I I want it all. So, yeah, I'm like, what is Tamlin writing about? I want to know. So they walk back to the manor and Farrah asks Tamlin about the mating bond because that's something she's never heard of before. She's like, yeah, it was a mating present, not a wedding present. And so Tamlin tells her, and I have a little tab here for that. Yeah. So Tamlin tells her, hi, Faye, mostly Mary. But if they're blessed, they find their mate, They're equal, their match in every way. High fei wed without the mating bond, but if you find your mate, the bond is so deep that marriage is insignificant in comparison. Mm. I love that so much. Uh, It's so, it's so cool. And like, I I do feel bad for Tamlin because it's like he never, I don't think he ever stood a chance because she's already bonded to Reese. Like, Mm -hmm. and we'll see that later. But like, I just, I love the idea of the mating bond. Mm hmm. Um, and Pharaoh doesn't bother asking him about if Faye can mate with humans because she knows it's not likely. But little does she know. <laughs> she's already made it to some <laughs> yeah, oh gosh. Um, so Pharaoh then asks Tamlin about his parents, and he tells her his father and his brothers were really shitty and they kept human slaves. And part of the reason that he saved Pharaoh is to prove that he wasn't like them. Right. Which I think is really awesome. Yep. And I can't imagine what that must have been like to disagree with your family about something that huge, and they're actively doing it, and there's nothing that you can do about it. That's crazy. Which I guess is part of the reason he ran off and joined the war band because he was mm-hmm. like, "I don't want to be a part of
1: this." He's like, "I can't, I can't do this." Yeah.
0: Ugh. So he tells Fair about his mom, who was kind, um, but never spoke out against his father. And that is kind of the beginning of us seeing that mating bonds aren't always perfect. Mm-hmm. So just because you're mated to someone doesn't mean it's going to be this like big romance fairy tale and that it's healthy and good. Um, so Tamlin tells her that he never wanted to be High Lord um, and that he was growing so powerful that he wouldn't have been able to even avoid being becoming the High Lord because it was The just,
1: universe wanted something right. different for him. Yeah, like
0: this was Tamlin's fate. He's just going to be High Lord. Right. But um, his entire family was killed by the High Lord of an enemy court, who we know is Reese. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is a hard pill to swallow, but we find out more about that later on mm-hmm. that fills in more puzzle pieces. Right. He continues to tell her it was a rough transition because he wasn't trained to be a High Lord, so a lot of people left. And I think this is a lot of why Tamlin is the way he is. Mm-hmm. He never had someone to help shape him i mean think about like we just read cruel prince like carden mm-hmm. Cardin, they just threw him to the side and they're like you're not like us who cares whatever and yep. so he just became awful and he to- was
1: neglected yeah like severely neglected and abused his entire life
0: right so honestly it's crazy that tamlin isn't like more of a horrible person than he is mm-hmm. um but really it's just kind of like all right now i'm i'm able to kind of see like why he has the problems that he does because mm-hmm. if you don't learn that stuff from someone like you, you don't know you don't know and that's why therapy is important
1: <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so yeah they continue on and pharah notices that there seems to be set up for an event happening and tamlin tells her that what? it's kalamai
1: fucking Cal oh guys. Kal- and Mai.
0: yes 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 <gasps> Since the humans don't celebrate holidays anymore, he explains to her it's very fairy. (laughs) So brutal, uh, no holds bar, like (laughs) anything goes. Basically, uh, there's a ritual where the magic created that night. Magic in the bedroom (laughs) helps to regenerate the land for the coming year.
1: Oh my god. For the
0: coming. Brings a whole new meaning to the word seed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So he tells her to stay away from the fairies that are coming in from all the territories. And he also tells her that she is not invited. Rude. Yeah. (laughs) And that she'll need to stay in the house. And this hurts her feelings. No shit. It hurt uh, my feelings too. And
1: also, like, Again, just explain it and her feelings won't be hurt. Yeah, tell her why. Tell like, her why. Like, yeah, it's awkward. Yeah, If you're going to tell her, you got to, like, what you got to do that night. But, like, you also don't have to divulge that. Just say, it's not safe. Like, and explain mm-hmm. why. Yes. Don't just be like, it's not safe. You have to stay home. Right. See ya. Because
0: uh, cause I'm, like, fair in that sense of if you tell me not to do something... You bet your ass I'm going to try. You best believe your girl is going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) And want to do it even more than I wanted to in the first place. (laughs) So they walk home in awkward silence. And when they enter the gardens, Tamlin tells Farrah to stay hidden and not to come out. So we have another one of these moments of...
1: But it's like, again, it's like they're walking and he's like, hide. Yes. Do it now.
0: (laughs) Go away. So she overhears Tamlin speaking to another creature that's not Lucian. And she... But she can't see it. But she hears this voice say that Tamlin's behavior is garnering a lot of interest at court and that she is wondering why Tamlin hasn't given up yet. Lucian stands up for Tamlin and calls this she an idiot if she thinks that Tam is like the other fools. So we're kind of learning, ooh, like mm-hmm. this she is over some some court mm-hmm. and there's other people who are falling in line, but clearly Tamlin's not. Right. Um... They talk more about about her, who we know is Amarantha, and then the creature says, "Though you have a heart of stone, Tamlin, you certainly keep a host of fear inside it." Urgh. This makes me think of uh, one of the reels we've seen, where it's like Tamlin trying to tell Farrah about the curse, and he's like, "Um, she's like, I'm, she's like, I'm rock hard in two places, two places, two places." Farrah <laughs> pats her chest. <laughs> like oh my god it's so obvious looking back on it now yeah. but i did not pick up on that when i first oh, read god, this no. <laughs> it was like, absolutely not oh wow yeah so he just can't feel things we already know that we've seen that mm-hmm. <laughs> so once uh the creature leaves pharah asks what it was and tamlin explains that this is the type of fairy that gives Fay a bad rep with the humans and pharah thinks about its voice and says that she could hear the screams of maidens being sacrificed in it full body chills Mm -hmm. gross lucian reveals it was the adder and they worry about if the adder saw her so they have kind of like a mini freak out moment and we know this because we know that amarantha can't know who Pharaoh is or she's gonna either try to stop the curse or try to straight up murder Mm Pharaoh. um and the chapter just ends with pharaoh wondering like who amarantha is right and like, is she the leader of the enemy court that murdered Tamlin's family?
1: right? And so, after this whole experience in Chapter twenty, she basically locks herself up herself up and mm-hmm. just paints. Mm-hmm. Well, she paints one thing and she tries to paint what she imagines the adder looks like, which is horrifying. Ugh. And she refuses to go outside. She's shook, yes, right? She's absolutely shook. But when she's inside, she hears drums drumming faster and faster. And then she has the, like, really strong metallic tang of magic in the air. Mm-hmm. And She's so tempted to go. Mm-hmm. She says, quote, There is a string, a string tied to my gut that pulled me toward those hills, commanding me to go. <sighs> Any guesses on what that string is? Oh, my God. I
0: freaking love this so much. Mm-hmm. I, like. As much as I'm re-experiencing my initial feels for Tamlin here, I'm reserved because I I, obviously we know what happens. But I'm just so happy to have Reese in the picture. I'm I missed him. (laughs) The beginning of this book is severely like lacking him. Like you can feel his absence.
1: Yes, (laughs) you can. And, you know, with all of those feelings, she just might have gone if Tamlin wasn't like popped up and was like ominously telling her. I have to go participate in the rite. You need to stay in your chambers. And isn't he like half naked at this point? Like, yeah, with yeah. like all painted up, and it's like mm-hmm. he's actually very serious and kind of scary. Yeah. And she's like, "Shit, okay." Yeah. I hear like, you.
0: I should probably, but in true fair fashion, she's like, "I should probably listen," but I'm not going. Yeah. To. And so
1: she like she obeys. Mm-hmm. She goes in a room for like a little while, and then she's like, eh, "I'm gonna follow the drums." Right, right, right. I'm outie. <laughs> And so she gets there and she views the festivities, the fae and fairies alike, paying no attention to anything in particular and not paying attention to her. Mm -hmm. She's. Can I just, like, say the nerve and the gall that it would take to walk through a crowd of fairies? And fairies hate humans. And fairies hate humans. And you've already had multiple bad experiences with Mm -hmm. fairies. At this point, that's just kind of stupid. Right. Like, usually... they can smell you.
0: Yeah. And usually she has, like, Lucian with her. Stupid. Yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> so, just as she begins to wonder why she was banned from this, she's like, I can't imagine why he wouldn't really want me here. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, Farrah, you're smarter than this. That's yeah. just stupid. Why? That's just stupid.
0: I feel like it's truly just because Reese was inadvertently yeah. tugging on the bond. Right. And, like... Yeah. Yeah. So, so she's
1: she kind of removes herself from the big crowd, goes yeah. up on a little hill, mm-hmm. and three fairies come up to her. Ugh. They refuse to leave. They're super creepy. They're, like, brushing their arm up and down her side. She starts fighting, and they grasp her hair, and she's unable to get away. Scary. Until they finally push her down. And I'm like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. When I first what read is this, happening? when I first read this, I was like, this feels very rapey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that was what was about to go down. And then also I was like, is this for like, there's no way she dies here. I'm like, how does she get out of this? Yes.
1: <laughs> and so they push her down only to be caught by warm, mm. broad, strong hands. Mm-hmm. There you are. I've been looking for you. Woo! Oh, in comes the most beautiful man she's ever seen.
0: Oh my god. I just need a moment to freak out, like by the fact that it's Reese and he's here <gasps> now. <laughs> I could cry. Oh my god. We missed you, High Lord. <sighs> oh, oh man. So I I can't say it better than Sarah J. Moss. So I'm just gonna read a tiny, this is a very small portion here. Everything about the stranger radiated sensual grace and ease. High Faye, no doubt. His short black hair gleamed like raven's feathers offsetting his pale skin and blue eyes so deep they were violet. Ugh, mm. Love, love mm. violet eyes. <laughs> Even in the firelight, they twinkled with amusement as they beheld me. Oh.
1: He's... That is just the, the twinkle with amusement. <sighs> if I had to describe Reese's eyes mm-hmm. one way throughout the every book, mm-hmm. twinkle with amusement. Oh, yeah.
0: He's always so mischievous, I feel He's like. He's so
1: mischievous. Yeah. And he, I just can't get over it. He reminds me of Ben. And Ben reminds me of him because Ben's such a little shit.
0: Uh And he loves to, like,
1: poke fun of me. Uh And we always kind of, like, banter back and forth. And when I read this, I'm like... And Ben always gets that, like, look in his eyes Mm -hmm. when he's, like, intentionally trying to rile me up. Yeah. And he'll just look at me and Ben's, like, really quiet and reserved. Not like Reese. But, um... Yeah, and he'll just look at me and I'm like... Are you fucking with me right now? He's
0: got that that twinkle that you know. Yeah. The th- yes. He's messing
1: with you. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, Reese is just here. Like, this is just fun for him at this point. Oh He's yeah. just like, he's he doesn't, doesn't know. Most- he he's- doesn't know about the mating bond at this point. So no. he's like, I'm not fuck with her for a no. little bit.
0: And also, he's like the most powerful being alive in Prithian. Right. So he's like, I can be whatever the hell I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god. So. Immediately, Pharaoh deduces that he's from another court because he doesn't have a mask on. Mm-hmm. And this stranger asks Pharaoh what she's doing out as a human on fire night. And she says his voice is like a lover's purr mm-hmm. and caresses her nerves and bones.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm melting. Mine too. <laughs> <All laughs> I right? can't hear it, but mine
0: too. <laughs> I can picture it in my head. Mm-hmm. And he looks as if he's been molded from night himself. Mm. <sighs> He is Farrah, basically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Farrah lies and, you know, she tells him, my friends brought me here. And Reese asks for their names. And I also wanted to point out that he does that move where he puts his hands in his pockets. That is such a classic Reese power move. Like he's forever doing that. I feel like that's just I love how like at ease he is with himself. Mm -hmm. Like, I also imagine him
1: leaning up against a tree. Yeah, like, like with, with a that leg shit kicked up smirk on his face. Yeah.
0: shit-eating grin. Yeah. yeah,
1: hands in his pockets, like <laughs> what are their names? Mm-hmm. Who are these he knows friends she... you came with? Because he's like, You're fucking lying. Right. I
0: can see through your bullshit, Farah. <laughs> so Farah thinks that she's never seen anyone more handsome. You haven't, Farah. You have not. No. <laughs> and that she thinks that she saw tendrils of star kissed night behind him as he moved. Stop it. Oh my god. Why do you have
1: unrealistic expectations in I know,
0: life. right? <laughs> like, Riley, why are there not trails of stars coming behind <laughs> you when you walk around?
1: Oh, Christ. <laughs> I love it.
0: Oh, man. So Reese finally agrees to let her go. But before she leaves, she says, so you're not a member of the spring court? And he's like, God, no. And I'm glad that I'm not. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when she asks why he's even there, his response, this kills me. Because truly, Reese does believe this about himself, mm-hmm. we know. Mm-hmm. Because all the monsters have been let out of their cages tonight, no matter what court they belong to. Oh, oh my heart. Sweet baby Reese. Because at this point, he's just so broken. Mm-hmm. Like, also, <clears throat> I can't imagine how hard it must be to put on this facade of, like, just being cocky and, like, not caring about anybody else. Mm-hmm. But that he's literally sacrificing everything by what he's doing right now, and he's been without his friends for almost fifty years, and it's so sad. Like basically a sex slave. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, it's just heartbreaking, and that he actually believes that he's a monster. Mm-hmm. Pharaoh wanders out into the crowd and runs into Lucian, who immediately scolds her,
1: <laughs> and then he just like <laughs> casually. Lucian is like, has like a moment of like wide-eyed like. <sighs> I'm not seeing this. I am not this seeing this right now. <laughs> and then he basically like runs up to her like Edward Cullen vampire yeah. style. Throws her over his Throws her, shoulder. her over her shoulders like, we're getting the fuck out of here. And he like hightails it. I picture Forrest Gump like, <laughs> <"Fiber!"> <laughs> get out of here. With, like a sack of potatoes on his shoulder. <laughs> Tablet can't smell you. <laughs> she still want to do you.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, he's taking no chances. He's like, oh, shit. Gotta get her out of yeah. here, stat. So Lucian, finally, once he gets her back to the house and she's safe from Tamlin's nose um, and other things, <laughs> uh, he explains the great right to her. Raging
1: magic pain. It's just imagine. Like, sniffing a magical it. boner. <laughs> <sniffing> the <it. laughs> Oh, my
0: God. It's like a radar. Beep, 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 beep. See, he's up. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, my Lucian God.
1: Wow. So
0: Lucian explains it to her, and they're right. He's like, Tamlin's going to allow great and terrible magic to enter his body. Mm. And then he'll pick a female to couple. Very nice way to say it, Lucian, thank you. Mm -hmm. Which releases great magic that will help the crops grow. Mm. So, yeah. Pharaoh's like, okay, well, if he's picking a girl, then why are there men there, too? Mm -hmm. And Lucian's like, well, my dear. (laughs) We might not be doing the main act, Mm -hmm. but we all get to have our fun and... and bonus it also benefits the land Mm -hmm. love how sexual just fey culture is it really is (laughs) it's just a big fey orgy at this point i feel like and she's like okay she's like all right (laughs) weird so lucian tells pharaoh that she's lucky that he found her in time before tamlin smelled her because the great right isn't gentle (laughs) and he tells her lock your doors hide your kids hide (laughs) your your wife wife. (laughs) about to produce some magic out here Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um and don't no matter what don't answer your door till morning so pharaoh dozes off and then she wakes up and she's just hot and bothered thinking about tamlin's body Mm -hmm. which who wouldn't be Mm -hmm. and then she leaves her room to go paint away all of her sexual frustration right (laughs) great way to release that I love that she stops by the kitchen and she eats like half a loaf of bread. How relatable. She's like half a loaf of bread, a tart, an apple. And then she's like munching on a cookie in the hallway. And I'm like, me too, girl. Me too. I don't know if you guys can tell by now, but we love food. We like food. (laughs) So she heads up to the studio and she runs into Tamplin. Mm. Bare chested. Hair unbound. And smeared paint all over his chest. Yeah, love it.
1: Mm.
0: He then grabs her. We need a fan. I need like a little I'm, I'm actually getting I'm like, a little warm. I know. I'm like a like a lady in church, like Love, Love, <laughs> give me my fan. <laughs> getting hot in here. So he grabs her and pins her to the wall mm. and grabs her wrist. Oh my god. And he tells her he smelled her at the right and it drove him mad. Looking for her. Looking for her. and that and he must have spent some time looking for her because he tells her the magic made him pick another maiden Mm -hmm. and pharaoh at this point can tell the whatever great and terrible magic took over his body they're still still there there. yeah
1: it's still in there because
0: he is like an animal Mm -hmm. he's feral at this point um so the magic made him pick another maiden but he wanted it to be pharaoh He did and he would not have, or he would have been gentle with her. And this is the point where I'm like, there's another point where I bring this up, to in later chapters, where I'm like, see, Tamlin, maybe Farah doesn't want you to be gentle with her. Maybe <laughs> right. she doesn't want that. <laughs> maybe she doesn't want that. Oh, man. God. Uh, but She's Farrah, like, mm, no. She's like, mm, okay. <laughs> then she tries to push him away, and he grabs her hand and bites her neck
1: mm, my god oh my god <gasps> i remember the first time i read this
0: when she describes like how it like her all her senses zero like zero into where his lips and teeth are on her neck i'm like
1: mm. my god oh my god
0: very why, why is it so? why sexy? is this so sexy i don't know what does this say about us
1: <laughs> like there is something about like okay we're talking like from blood and ash too right oh there's yeah. something about the biting and, like, pain that's
0: very goes intimate. in hand
1: with, like... It's very intimate. It's mm-hmm. very... It's just sexy.
0: It is sexy as hell. I'm it, here for and it's it. it's so
1: descriptive. Mm. Yeah.
0: Take, and, and I'm like, Tamlin, take me to the bedroom stat. Oh, my
1: God. Why am
0: I only getting a bite on the neck? Yeah. Like, also great restraint on his part. If the magic is still in him oh my and he's, God. like, magically horny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he tells her not to disobey him again. And then we get classic Feyre, where she's like, stop telling me what to do. And then he smells her as he leaves. And again, what? Like,
1: what? What? What
0: is so hot about, like, a, he's, like, smelling, like, what, her pheromones? Just the, I just imagine him just being like, and then his eyes going crazy. Like, mm-hmm. that's hot. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's hot.
1: And also being able to smell, like, when she's turned on. Mm-hmm. That is a something that happens in, like, literally every oh, fantasy, fantasy romance yeah. that we've ever read. Yeah. It's like the human is turned on and, like, every supernatural uh-huh. creature around her knows. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, A, that's very personal. Yeah. That but, would, like, be, yeah, when everyone knows, there's just something about it that makes it that much more. Like, everyone knows. You might as well act on it. Right. Exactly.
0: Like, so she's like, I want Tamlin everywhere. And I'm mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm,
1: us too. Yep. Us too. <laughs> No doubt. No (laughs) doubt. So, okay. The sexual tension is, like, (laughs) unbearable at this point. Yeah. Right? So after all of these chapters, some of our big ideas was kind of, like, major turning point, right? Mm -hmm. We're going from the last episode's idea of turning point, right? Mm -hmm. In the last episode, we were like, oh, we can kind of feel it building, Mm -hmm. you know? We know that a turning point is going to happen soon. Mm Mm-hmm. Her and Tamlin are both kind of trying to make amends and get to know each other. This episode, we are in full tilt. Yes. It I- is.
0: Full tilt. When I first read this book, this was uh, where I literally couldn't put it down. Like, we had driven multiple hours to go see some friends in Oregon, and I was dead tired. Mm-hmm. And we hung out with them all night. And it was like 1 a.m. when we went to bed. And I stayed up and read Uh, It was probably 4 a.m. I, like, fell asleep holding it because I was like, I have to get through this. This is so good. (laughs) It's
1: so good. And this book is, like, it's, like, half, the first half, which is kind of what we covered up until this episode, Mm -hmm. is world building, right? Right. We're, like, slowly learning more and more about everything. And now it's, like, we're not just on a turning point Mm -hmm. with the plot, like, thickening with Amarantha. Mm -hmm. Like, we know something's about to break with the blight, with the uh-huh. curse, with something like that. But also the sexual tension is like a thread Ooh. away from breaking. And,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I, <clears throat> I'm i here for it. Yes. And Kalamai is a turning point in a mm-hmm. lot of ways because as a second time reader, I'm really conflicted. I'm pumped. Yes. Reese is here, right? Yes. I'm pumped because I know. Yeah. I know what's about to happen. We know the
0: magic that's going to unfold. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm, I'm going to hate
1: him and then I'm going to love him. Right.
0: And I did when I first read this. I like. I know a lot of people are like there, and I usually love the Morley gray. I love that. I love that. But we don't know about enough about him at this point. At this point, he's, you don't like him, right? He's especially in the next in the next chapters. He's awful, and I he's hated awful. him because mm-hmm. I love Tamlin so much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I
1: and I'm I, with you. you know, like I was saying earlier, I stand by Tamlin, and I'm really, really excited to see how my perspective of him shifts mm-hmm. throughout this entire reread, and I have a feeling. I'm going to have, like, a Nesta-type journey with him. Oh, okay. like, everyone always shits on Tamlin. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, he's had a horrible go Mm -hmm. with no redemption arc. It's just like Nesta, but Nesta's had a redemption arc.
0: I, and we talked about this earlier, Mm -hmm. I I had a huge problem with, and people point this out about SJM a lot, like, Mm -hmm. I don't like how you basically open... The second book, and then it's just like everything has just like completely changed. Yes, and I understand that trauma changes people, all that. But like, I just feel like it was like, okay, we're just gonna throw Tamlin under the bus because now Reese is here, mm-hmm. and I just think it could have been done so much. It could have been done better mm-hmm. to where you still love Reese, but Tamlin has kind of almost like Lucian esque ness about right. him. Like, like, yeah, there's things about Lucian that you're like, eh, but you still want good things for him, right? She makes you hate Tamlin, and yeah. they, like like hate him, and it happens way too fast. Like I remember reading it and just being like, Why do "What I is end? happening
1: to my beloved Tam? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is he doing this? It's so sad. It is sad, but regardless, I think we have fully cusp on our turning point, mm-hmm. and it's now transforming into a tipping point. Yes, right. The tension is building, and we are just waiting. Gosh, what happens next?
0: Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs>
1: Even though I know exactly what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's it for today. For those chapters, which were absolutely wild. Yes. Love them. And those so much great. fun talking about the sexual <laughs> tension. <laughs> yes. It's like, like yes, we go over like a lot with our summaries because it's just kind of fun to talk about all the details. It's yeah. basically like we read it, we do our summaries, and then mm-hmm. we talk about our summaries, and it's just so fun. It is. To... Because, like, you read by yourself, but then when we go over these summaries, we're, like, basically reading it again. But together, together. And we can, like, gossip about all these little things that happen. It's so fun.
0: And also we're about to have way more more fun stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like, more action, more right. uh, dramatic things. So that's going to be really, really exciting. Yes. Slash we're going to keep keep warning about the explicit content of our podcast as yeah. we keep going. Because, uh, yeah, things start to get spicy and then You'll I'm see. here
1: for it. So, but again, thank you so much for choosing to be part of our book club. We always appreciate your support. So much. Um, so be sure to s- subscribe. Easy for me to say. Be sure to subscribe <laughs> and leave us a review on Spotify or Apple podcast. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at House of Wind Pod. And we're pumping out more reels. So yes, <laughs> get on there with us and email us your theories, burning questions, suggestions, anything truly like we want this podcast to be good. We say this every week, but like we want to interact with you. We want Mm -hmm. on whatever platform that's easiest for you. If you're like invested in this Mm -hmm. and you like it and you want to hear something, you don't want to hear something. Let us know. We love it.
0: Yeah, we we like feedback and also we like talking to you guys. Yes. So
1: and we've had a couple of people reach out Already, just Mm -hmm. to kind of give us some some background and some, you know, constructive criticism, Mm -hmm. and um, we love it. Yes, we love it. So keep it coming. Mm -hmm. You you will not offend us. No, gotta. So all this information can be found in the show notes. We will see you guys next week. Stay smutty. Mm